Hey, welcome to Block Party. I'm your host, John Cullen, and I'm with... Stefan Heck. This theme music. Yeah, it's good. Oh my god. What a great theme. I don't know why I said I was the host, sorry. I really blew that in the beginning. It sort of put me on my back foot. Yeah, yeah. That was my fault. I, I kind of said I kind of said I'm the host with you. Yeah. So what what am I? That's in this situation. Not, yeah. You're you're also the host. So I'm the host. Also. I should have been okay. like I'm the host, John Cullen, and I'm also and, the host. Or yeah, this is also the host. You could have been like I'm also the host, Stefan Heck. But then people it's might have thought kinda, it was like a passive aggressive thing. Yeah, that it would have like been me taking along. a dig at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, but now as it's uh, fuck, should we do it again? Let's. Re- well, uh, we, no, I mean, we do a, have our guest. That's, that's true. So, yeah. So, uh, welcome to Block Party, friends and idiots uh, who are not friends. Thank you for being here. This is the episode number one. First episode. Uh, first episode of this podcast. We're going to explain what it is. I mean, we don't even really know what it is, but we will introduce our guest, comedian, yeah. host of main host, I would say, of your Kickstarter sucks, and uh, also the main host of uh, Go Off Kings. Wow. Okay. And uh, the main host of his Twitter account at Bronze Hammer. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jesse Farrar. Hello, John, Stefan. Thank you. Hey, thanks for being here, Jesse. And you know what? If you didn't clap in your car while you were listening to that, mm. then we got people some... are, are going nuts they, right now. I hope so. They better be clapping. Um, so I was going to say, uh, you know, sometimes you say, let's get down to brass tacks here. Yeah. Let's get down to bronze. Tax. Oh, because he's because of bronze, bronze hammer hammer Jesse, Jesse Farrar. Farrar. So blocked yes, party is that. a new yeah. Sorry Jesse, uh, I talked <laughs> over you already. This is already the vibe is already bad. I've been passive aggressive to Stefan. Jesse tried to say something. I bet it was funny. Well, wait. Why like, don't we? Why don't we get Jesse to explain what the show is? Oh, that's because we just kind of briefly explained it to him before we started. That's recording. right. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Jesse. Why don't let's you see, tell let's everybody see how, uh, how good of a listener he is? Yeah. Good call. Uh, so you want me to explain just real quick? You want me to explain what uh, the what your pot like the synopsis of? Yeah, this is your... and this is the first time anyone. So this is the first episode. We haven't explained how the podcast works. What's it? What it's about? Oh, oh. what's it about? Oh, oh, uh, okay. what it's about? We told you uh, right before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, so we figured, you know, let's let's uh, let's let's uh, what's the word? Uh, pass it on. Yeah, uh, pass the duchy uh, from the left hand side, as yeah. the musical youth would say. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is what my understanding of, it, and this may be flawed. My understanding of the podcast, yes, is that it's sort of presented. It's presented as a radio show uh, for the fictional town of Nightvale, uh, <laughs> recording reporting rather on the strange events that occur within it. Um, and it's it typically airs on the first and fifteenth of every month, and it consists of news announcements and advertisements from the desert town located somewhere in the southwestern United States. Um, and it's just, it's like a creepy vibe with conspiracy theories coming to life, you know, monsters and, and all kinds of secrets. And you never just, you just never know what's lurking uh, below the surface. And so that's, that's what Blocked Party is to me. So that was pretty Th- close. That's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Stefan, do you want to take a, do you want to take a swing at it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I should know what it is, right? Yeah. 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 So right now, you yeah, so you a, I say because Jesse took a guess, which I would say was like at least like close. You, yeah, you know how like there. on um, you remember the Mario Party game facelift where you would adjust Bowser's face to yes. match the picture and then yes. it would give you a percentage score. Yeah, or one of the ones where you're drawing, you're trying to match the the drawing. Of, Precisely. Yes, and all, uh, it would give you a score out of a hundred. Right. So I would say Jesse's it was about ninety three. Oh, I have to beat that. Wow. Yeah. So you got to beat ninety three with your explanation of the show. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. So, uh, my understanding 
Uh, so we, welcome to the town of Nightvale. Is is maybe the sign you see as you're driving in to this podcast? Uh, here we are. Uh, there's a there's a desert. Is that a monster behind uh, the door over there in the closet? Tune in to find out. Welcome to the our podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, Jesse's first of all just right off the top was longer, so automatically had a little bit more accuracy. Okay, uh, longer, not necessarily better. Well, no, but some might say well, does help with the accuracy, if mm, you know what I mean. There's uh, sort of a minimum. Okay, know. so that's actually another issue altogether, and we've talked about this. Yes, we have. We have talked about yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, I would say for you, is cl- in the 80s somewhere. Okay. It may be 81, that's 82. Worse than, worse than Jesse. Okay. Uh, but both so close. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do with this show every week is we're going to uh, drive into a fictional town called Nightvale. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> once we're there, we're going to meet a comedian or personality or just anyone in our lives. And they're going to tell us a story about a time that they got blocked on social media. Yes. Not just Twitter. Uh, not just Twitter. Could be Instagram. any social media. And so that might be a celebrity, might be like a famous person. Maybe it's like a jilted ex-lover. I mean, who knows? The stories, possibilities are endless. I mean, I've been blocked by John Taffer. That checks both boxes right there. <laughs> so. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, so that's what, that's what we're here for. We're just going to bring someone on. They're going to tell us about a time they got blocked. And uh, we're just going to talk dumb shit about that as well. Yeah. I look forward to asking a lot of people to do this show. And them saying, oh, I've never been blocked. And then I'll be like, okay, you go. I'll be like, say okay, something mean to yeah. uh, Prince go Harry. Get blocked. You yeah. want to be on this show? Go get yourself blocked, asshole. Like, how yeah, many you people. dangle the carrot a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, how many people do you guys think you've been blocked by? Oh, I mean, so I think part yeah. of it, the it's countless. Uh, and, and a big part of it is just uh, like block lists and stuff like that, where okay. it'll be like, does this person follow this person that we hate? Okay, then they're getting automatically blocked. So I'm sure I've been swept up in those in those waves of of blocks. So they have so people make lists of like accounts that you should automatically block. It's it, no, so you you would you give it access to your Twitter account basically, and then it blocks everyone on that list. Oh, so it's like a yeah. program. It's yeah, it's like a bot. Or it, oh. I mean, I'm I'm sure Jesse, you've been swept up in in many of those, but you've also been directly blocked by people for I've things you've done. As well, yeah. 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 Yeah, Jesse, how many people do you know like would you say you've been blocked by is it a high number? You know what? I could probably hazard a guess that the number of people who have blocked me because of something I did to them um is probably in the low dozens, you know? Probably like where I said something and then they blocked me, you know? Like specifically to them. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's got to be tough for you because your 12 multiple is probably not so good. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so they are hard, but you just do the 11s and then add. Add one? Add are you saying? Add 12 or. Yeah, okay. exactly. No, so 11 times do- 5, 55. Yeah. 12 times 5, 56. Is that, yeah, is that so true? That sounds right to me. Yeah, because you add one, right? Okay. I don't care yeah. what anything times anything is anymore. I've moved past that phase. I don't look under my bed at night and I don't care what, what anything times anything else is. So I don't, I don't think about that, but yeah, I bet a lot of it is, I know people have blocked me just cause they find me annoying. I've seen that before. I've seen someone say, Oh, this guy's 
every time I see this guy, it just makes me sick. So I blocked him. I saw that one time from a lady and I was like, wow, I didn't know I inspired such. But I mean, that's what this whole thing is about, right? It's like finding out. And was that about your posts or was that about your face? Well, my face, I think it was the combination of my face and posts. Right. I, I think the idea is that my, my posts are so noxious um, and my face doesn't really help things. I thought it, it was really that she couldn't believe that, that posts that so rude could come from someone so, uh, so beautiful. Well, she didn't say that, but I, I mean, okay. if you could look into it like that, she yeah. had several posts about me that seemed not complimentary, but like that's threatening right. and yeah. You so know, that's what it's all about, baby. Before we get to that block, Jesse, just, uh, give us an update. We want to know like, uh, like what's going on on your social media right now. What's been going on recently? What's got you, what's got you hot on your Twitter? Mm, 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 mm. Well, you know, I, uh, oh boy. So I feel like I've, I feel like I've plateaued on followers. I don't feel like I'm getting any more followers. Um, I've broken up with a couple of MUFOs lately. Um, <laughs> long time MUFOs. Sometimes that's you, you don't want to name names, curb. obviously. Yeah. I mean, that seems like unnecessary tacky. mud yeah. dragging yeah. Yeah, tacky. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have those breakups sometimes where you just get sick of looking at each other after a few years of like not interacting with their posts at all. Just looking at them out of politeness or whatever. Um, and eventually they say one dumb thing and you're like, ah, oh, there yeah. it is. That's the, that's Enough. the one that's the, uh, I love that. Actually. I kind of love when I've been following someone for a long time and then they just post something so monumentally stupid that I'm like, this is a great exit. This is a great exit point. It is nice, I guess. Cause otherwise you're just going to be trapped in this. Uh, yeah. It's where you start to feel comfortable where you start to be like, Hey, you know what? I'm, if they ever question me about this, then I could be like, Hey, you know, remember that time you tweeted a picture of your own asshole. That's when you followed them. No, that's when I unfollowed okay. them. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Just picturing you holding a gun. Give me a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then they showed that, me their um, asshole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That I no, mean I, could I, happen to anyone. I have had a couple things, um, a couple phenomena come to mind. Uh, one is that uh, for some reason, a uh, I think it's an English radio station has been tagging me as the artist behind the, a song called Summer Boo. <laughs> and it's, uh, let's see here, it's SPSP. Let's see, what does this say? I'm sorry, I'm reading it right now. 520radio.com. Um, and it even has a link where you can buy the single. Oh, yeah, let's look this up. Let's get so Summer Boo five, on here. This is 520 Radio. See, Daniel, you want to look that up and play some Summer Boo for us? So this is a real song, Jesse? This is a real song, yeah. Um, Who's it by? Because I was thinking it's maybe by the Jesse Farrar, the other Jesse Farrar from Nashville, who's, who's a singer-songwriter. It's not. What I think it is, is it's by a guy called JF. <laughs> I think it's the song JF and Biggie Babylon. Biggie Babylon, Summer okay. Boo. Yeah, I'm seeing this because also as the Urban Dictionary result uh, for Summer Boo or definition, I should say, is uh, fuck buddy, uh, someone you can do stuff with while not dating. Mm-hmm. That is a summer boo. Oh, okay. here we go. Oh, here's the song. Boo. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Jesse, you can't hear this right now, right? Right. Okay. And this wasn't you. You didn't write this? No. no it no, sounds no, old. It sounds remarkably like you. Yeah. This sounds like if I was like, I bet my boy JF would love this jam. 
You're so you're sure this is not you. So I figured out who the guy is. It's it's JF. His name is JF. Josh Franks. Okay. Josh Franks. He's, okay. He, no, no keep that going. Keep from, that. Go- I was loving that. Were you not liking that stuff? From Canada. Oh, okay. really? He's, okay. He's Canadian. The this this his actual Twitter account appears to be abandoned, but it's at JF underscore Beats. If you want to give him a follow, he last tweeted in 2007. <laughs> go to JFBeats.com and check out. I guess some of his beats. I guess he's a producer. So he last tweeted in 2007. 17. Sorry. Okay. Jeez. Let's. Uh, yeah, because I'm having a hard time finding the lyrics for this. Like I was hoping we were going to be able to read this out, but well, there's a lyric oh, video. Daniel's got the. Oh, it's a lyric video. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull that up. Because that's great stuff. I mean, these lyrics sound good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I thought so. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling this. Yeah, gonna do because it's already through. Oh, that's a good rhyme. Now I'm I, gonna find me a new summer boo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, okay, so now yeah, they're showing no. some girls' butts, which I find inappropriate. So I'm gonna have to stop is, it right there. Jesse, have you have you reached out to, to either JF or the radio station? Okay, you can cut that now, Daniel. No, I haven't. I just I've just been enjoying getting attributed as the the guy behind the song. So. Um, so I've been enjoying that. Um, I guess they just search JF on Twitter and they think this guy's got the blue check, which the blue check is, I mean, you got to love having the blue check. It's so good. It's part of the reason I'm blocked by so many. I was was going to say the blue check helps with, with the block so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Biggie Babylon, if you can see here, he looks like a low rent DJ Khaled. Like he looks like a guy that you would pay to come to your party. Like he, like he would say, mm. I'm DJ Khaled. Oh, he does look like, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he'd be like, yeah, sure. Like I'll come to your bar and he's I'll next pretend to, the, to be the bouncy castle. DJ Khaled. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, oh, he's also Iraqi. Um, oh, wow. Okay. The, his he said that like it was bad. No, but it was just interesting because it says that is uh, he was born to a pair of Chaldean Iraqi immigrants who raised him with the tradition, respect and entrepreneurship values similar to the ones that have been passed on through his people for thousands of years. I love uh, raising my child to be an entrepreneur. Hell yeah. That's obviously I get my teach. my And hey, it clearly worked because now uh, someone else is getting credited for his hard work. (laughs) (laughs) It it gets even better. Uh, Sharing the same blood as ancient Babylonian kings such as Nebuchadnezzar and Hammurabi, Biggie Babylon embodies them by being groundbreaking, entertaining and unforgettable. This guy looks like Hammurabi's chode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the the famous chode of Hammurabi. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, growing up, um, Biggie Babylon started working in his father's liquor store on weekends when he was 10 years old. So, I mean, that's probably not. It's probably ch- not where you, labor laws. Yeah, it's probably not where you want violated. a kid to be working. Uh, he has 1,300 followers on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, just as an FYI there. All right. Uh, and he does appear to collaborate with JF several times. He's also collaborated with him on the song Cali for the Weekend uh, with JF and Sherman Demand. Hey, Jesse, that would have been perfect for TwitchCon. It would have been great to bump that. Yeah. 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 That sucks. Um, so that's one thing I got going on. Another thing I got going on, some some guy asked me on Twitter, one of my followers said, hey, what's your take on this sparkling water? And he put them, he added them and the, the, tagged them in the thing. And I said, I don't know, but they should send me some. And then they said, yeah, we should. <laughs> Which companies? So, it's a uh, Waterloo sparkling water. Okay. Oh yeah, someone bought me one of those this week. 
Now you're kind <laughs> so of a, a sparkling water connoisseur. I do so. like a good can of sparkling well, water. Is it is it here right now? No. So Josh Custodio, friend yeah. of the show, uh, picked it up for me from the United States, okay. but I haven't had it. Yeah, I haven't seen him. So he I went to the, down to the United States to pick up a single can of sparkling water for you. Listen, is that I, business or pleasure? What do you think? Well. I think that I was just my parents raised me to be an entrepreneur, you know. So <laughs> yeah. if you can you can get people to go down to the states and get you a can, well then baby yep. you do you do that. You and know? but you do go down to the states to get sparkling water. I do. That's right. Yeah. And I have noticed since since being back here, uh, Jesse, I understand why John does that because the sparkling water situation in Canada is lacking. Well, the problem is the that they got to put if if a company is doing real well in the states, and sparkling water just kind of exploded. Yeah. See what I did there because yeah. it's because it's carbonated. Shook it up and yeah, because yeah. it shook it up and opened yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it exploded. They to bring it up to Canada, they got to put French on the can. So that's then a whole there's other like can whole, they have to make. Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing is like a lot. That, so that's why like when Lacroix first came up and up here, obviously it's pronounced Lacroix. Yeah, but when they bring it across the border, they they yeah they only brought a couple flavors. Because they're like, well, we don't want to make new cans for all of our flavors. We'll just go a couple at a time. So that's why we don't have... It's very limited. Yeah. It's, it's absurd. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah. I've had enough of Peshpoir. There's no Spindrift up here. I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's not. And I miss Spindrift. You like Spindrift? It's, well, so the thing with Spindrift, if you don't know, and Jesse obviously knows, uh, there's a bit of juice in it. Yeah. It's so got sugar in it. It does have sugar in it. It's what us uh, sparkling water people would call a snake. <laughs> it's, it's only got like two grams of sugar in it. I think it's okay. Well... And that's what and got you in that body, Jesse. So well, <laughs> well, I've been drinking it pretty much straight for like actually five or six months and lost about twenty pounds. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. You so do. Yeah. I agree with you. You do look good. Yeah. I, I will say that I saw because uh, for those of you that that don't know, before we got on the air, Jesse was making fun of the size of Stefan's apartment. Okay, and uh, well. so. So Stefan said his apartment was four hundred and seventy square feet, yeah. and Jesse responded to that by measuring his basement, the just room in a, his basement, a big flex. I yeah. mean, just, I, I wish you guys could have seen it. It was embarrassing. I feel yeah. bad about it. It um, was embarrassing because it took Jesse a long time to do it. And we yeah. just watched him do it silently because he's away from the microphone. So we just watched mm-hmm. him measure the room and Jesse, how big was it? So this room in my basement is about 600 square feet. God. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a big room it, as rooms go. That's not a normal sized room. It's just that way. Cause it, but, it, but it's still, it's like house. substantially bigger than my apartment. Yeah. And that's just one yeah. room in your whole house. Yeah. Well, but maybe the rest of his house is very small. Mm. Right? Yeah. What, like, Wait, what are the other rooms like? Would you say, Jesse, just as like a general description, kind of like dollhouse-ish? I, th- I would say I have multiple rooms that are themselves bigger than Stefan's apartment. Okay. Well, that is t- that's a tough pill for you to swallow, Stefan. It is. Uh, some sparkling water might help, though. And that's uh, that's a bit of podcast yeah. professionalism right there. Bit of there. a callback. Did you get the sparkling water yet, Jesse? I'm sorry. Did I get something? Oh, no. Yeah, because oh, they, they sent it to you. I thought you... I was still thinking that about what John said. I felt like you were asking me to get John some water, and I... I mean, if, you, not if you'd like to. Yeah. yeah, Jesse, if you could uh, get a single can out of your fridge and uh, come up to Vancouver and give it to me, that would be great. Well, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> but, well, you know, I did expect this company to slide into my DMs and try to get some info from me and send me some cans. I think that would be great. I would accept the cans. Um, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember clout, how they would send you stuff? 
Uh, oh yeah, and they're no longer around anymore. But I no, think I think I was up there the in like model made no sense. diapers and like canned corn. What was their or thing again? What is what did they do? You had a certain cloud so score in yeah, topics. They assigned a cloud yeah. score, yeah. Um, and the topics were always very funny. They never made any sense. They'd be like World War Two and dogs and respect. Some, <laughs> like a weird, just a grab bag of nonsense nouns, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, so they would assign you some kind of score based on that and based on your followers or your engagement or something. It, and it never made any sense. And then they would, uh, you, you could sign up to get stuff sent to you and you could become an influencer, but nothing was ever required of you after the fact, which is sort of where the business relationship breaks down, I think, is normally if, you, if somebody sends you something, they probably, they probably want their back scratch as well, but they weren't interested in back scratches. So I can remember I got one time, I got like a little Pillsbury kit where I got like a little stuffed Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, the, the mascot that hasn't been on TV in a hundred years. Um, yes. And a key, uh, he a key was ring. killed, I believe. Yes. Terrible yeah. fire. Yeah. Well, it was just, the fire went on for quite some time. At first, it was, seemed like a good thing. <laughs> Ooh, mm-hmm, he he mm-hmm. plumped up pretty good. Yeah. Then the fire continued to go and it was a problem. I also got some chips. Um, <laughs> some chips? <laughs> yeah, and they weren't very good. Um, and I know I know our friend Paul got some dog food one time. I, re- I vaguely remember that. But he yeah. didn't have a dog, so yeah. he had to give it away. <laughs> and I remember they offered to send me some stuff. Uh, I, I want to say it was maybe like, like paper towel, like dude wipes or something along those lines. Maybe like some sort of wiping uh, device, mm-hmm. yep. but they couldn't send it to Canada. So uh, wow. I haven't wiped my ass. Uh, it's, I've been waiting for him to send it to me. <laughs> yeah. so. Well. so it makes sense. Like they sent Jesse food yeah. and they sent you things to wipe your ass with. Yeah. No, I mean, they obviously was a, it was a good website. Targeted marketing. Yes. No, they yeah. knew what they were doing. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, what's going on on your social media this week? What do you got? What's going on? Uh, well, this is one of my favorite things that happens online and it's when people uh, and Jesse, we talked about this earlier. And actually, I I phrased it incorrectly when I was when I was talking about this. I remember the uh, so Michael Keaton, Jesse, was uh, yes. he's in the he's in the new Disney movie Dumbo. That's not a new. Well, it's a new. It's a live action Dumbo. Right? Are you right. also in? Well, it? You're, okay. you're never going to be able to get this story out, Stefan. Between between tripping over your words and explanation, and between John slamming you, yeah. <laughs> And saying that you're in fact the titular Dumbo. Yeah. Well, I, I you're might not be, be Dumbo. Like, what if I'm one of the racist birds? Yeah. No, you're Dumbo. I'm, okay. So yeah. I am Dumbo. Yeah. Uh, Jesse's one of the racist birds. Okay. So, from the racist birds is Paula Dean in this? <laughs> uh, no, she's Eva Green is in it. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, Dumbo, a Tim Burton film. Uh, Disney's I, got a real history with racist birds, eh? Like Song of the South. Yeah, what's well, crow? Dumbo. It's crows. I think are the because I think crows are birds. Well, crows are birds. No, I mean, I'm but, not like. But I mean, specifically, it is. It's cr- like it's not like there's an emu, right? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying there's a lot of racist birds, right? In but but they are they are crows specifically, right? That's generally yeah. But I don't get what your point is. I'm not, there's no point. I'm just saying oh, okay. like it is. It is. Are there other birds? I'm I'm actually right. curious. Well, there's the yeah the song of the south, the birds. But those are crows, right? Y- yeah, but. That that's but those are birds. Yeah, crows yeah, yeah. Are birds. yeah. So no, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. And then in Dumbo, they're crows too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying it's just only ever crows? Yeah, I'm wondering. Are, are, other do they birds. do other birds? Are there other racist oh, birds? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is that racist emu in Toy Story. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Uh, How could you I think forget? Paula Dean is in Dumbo? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, she's cooking. Is that the callback <laughs> of the episode? Do we have the drop for that, Dan? We have the drop for that. Do we have a drop? We have for the this? drop for that for a callback of the episode. It's the callback of the episode. So that's a placeholder drop. So yeah, that's where we're going to be. Callback like, of the episode. Yeah, maybe it'll episode, be like an Andrew episode. Dice Clay, like, hey, like you know, something like yeah, that. Like you know, yeah. people like, so, oh but we'll, shit, like, yeah. Because so, again, I assume people are the standing drop would right go, now. Yeah, so the drop would go there. It would have gone the callback yeah, of the yeah. episode. Daniel's so, going to put it. You know, the callback. Yeah. Hey, the callback you know, of yeah. the episode. Yeah. Boom. Uh, so uh, giving my, it out a little early. Still I know. Not I, even well, halfway done yet. I, but that was a really good callback. Yeah, it was a good callback. Good job, Jesse. So Michael Keaton is in Dumbo with uh, Paula Dean. Oh, maybe that was the callback oh, of the episode. Oh, I mean, it's uh, tough to say. You know? It's tough to say. There are some racist birds in there, if yeah, you know what I well, mean. What are you talking about? Ring, ring, ring. Was that the callback <laughs> of the episode? That's what I would do. Oh, maybe we can get Cloud on the phone and like Verizon could sponsor our callback of the week. I feel like Jesse's kind of trying to take over. The episode there, yeah, yeah, we're the trying ring, to ring yeah. thing. It's our own show, Jesse. Yeah, I mean, let's so be let's, honest here. Let's, hey, what do I know about running a successful podcast? Yeah, not a lot. Well, what what, no. what do you know actually? Can you, can you <clears> tell <throat> us? So maybe just finish up your story. Okay, so uh, the Paula Dean movie Dumbo, uh, Michael Keaton is in it, and I guess they sent him uh, someone messaged him or emailed him um, a a photo of the poster to tweet out, uh, right. and instead of are uh, you on the poster? Okay. So instead of uh, tweeting out just the the poster itself, uh, he took a, a screen grab of his entire phone, his phone screen. So it's Verizon, LTE, and to his credit, full bars. Wow. Four bars. Battery life, I would say, is about 55, maybe 60%. Okay. Um, Bluetooth on. Uh, he, oh, wow. he does have, so he just doesn't give a shit about he, his battery. Life. He has, he has screen lock on as well, which I respect. Um, mm. interesting. And then a couple you don't like of, to go horizontal. Well, I'll, if I need to, I will turn off screen lock, but I don't like it when it accidentally, mm. when I'm, when I don't want it to flip. Interesting. You know I mean? That I seems like an extra step though. Yeah. But it's, if I'm watching a video of, of some kind on my phone, I can take the, the extra. What kind of video are you watching on your phone? So uh, Michael Keaton is in Dumbo. He, uh, Paula Dean is she in this? I mean, come on! Uh, is that the callback of the uh, the ring show? ring? Yeah. Oh, the phone thing is <laughs> yeah, good yeah, actually. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We uh, uh, like I have a phone here. I could easily we play, could like, do a, a ring. ring. Yeah. So maybe but, we'll save this. But it's more fun to just say it, like it, ring ring, ring like know. a phone. Yeah. Would do. Everyone uh, can understand. So he posted, and I can show you this, John. Okay. Um, he posted this. Wow. So it is just you. Okay. All right. Well, I regret showing him a picture of the elephant, um, but that's one of my. I love when people do stuff like that. I mean, there's like uh, that's that's sort of to me in the same genre of tweets, like as, screenshotting when they're supposed to be uh, like that. Or I do like. I will say I like when uh, like sport. Like I've seen this happen with athletes a few times yeah. where they just copy and paste like the script yes but there's like things in the script that they're supposed to change that's like, another very good yeah, one I love that. where there's like a placeholder that they didn't take yeah, out exactly uh, i mean obviously the classic uh when all the nba players are tweeting out uh emojis and paul pierce like google image searched the rocket ship emoji yes. and, just, and posted oh, man, like a, a very one. like big blurry rocket ship yeah uh classic. stephen a smith obviously yeah uh, hey image check it four, out three, four, six. um I, those are all, this is a little, a little different. I think the screen grab, the unedited screen grab, I think, but what, what Jesse pointed out to me earlier is that it, like, obviously there, there are cropping issues. Like he could have just, it would have been an extra step. You could have taken the screen grab and then cropped it down yeah. to the actual poster. But the issue isn't the cropping. The issue is that instead of just saving the image and tweeting the image directly, he just took a picture of his own phone. So he knows how to take a screen grab of his phone. 
I mean, presumably it's easier to just save the image than take a screen cap and you, you, you would, know. yeah, you would, you would think so. And you could even copy the image and, and, yeah. and paste it into, into Twitter. Listen, and I'm not a, you know, and I was, I was saying this earlier as well, online guy, the, so he also replied to this he, and he deleted this tweet, but he, re- he replied to it with like, was it a, we transfer link, Jesse? It was a, we transfer link. Yeah. yeah. A hundred megabyte file. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was a and one by was- one, like a uh, trailer for it or something. It was a yeah. It was a trailer for the movie. Uh, it was a, a .mov file, so it was uh, it originated from the uh, Mac operating system or iOS. And for some reason, the aspect ratio was 1080 by 1080, which is is weird because 1920 by 1080 is the 1080p resolution that we all know is is full HD. Uh, but it's also so 1080 by 1080 would be a square, which is very strange. I don't yeah. know why he has it in that <laughs> format. I don't know what he's doing over there. That's so weird. So like kind of like it's almost like 1920 to 1080 versus 1080 to 1080. It's kind of like comparing Jesse's basement to your apartment. Wow. So. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah. <sighs> and I don't I have to do this. Ring, ring. That's the callback. That of could the, be the callback of the week. <laughs> oh, God. I like <laughs> I like your reluctance. Uh, yeah, I, you're very I had reluctant. to do it. I'm a pro. I, you are I, a pro. I know a good callback when I when I see Thank one. you. Um, well, here one in this case, right? Yes. Uh, but so the, the thing that I, that annoys me about this is that now if Michael Keaton ever posts something like racist or offensive, we can't be like, Oh, it was just, it was like some, it was whoever was running his Twitter account, you know, uh, went rogue and posted it. Cause now we know he's running his own Twitter account because there's no way his, his PR guy or whoever is, is fucking that up. That's a full on. That's Michael Keaton, which yeah. is it's nice because it's like okay, this is all my, this is authentic, a hundred percent. I'm getting the straight goods from the star of my a, favorite movie, Multiplicity. Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So uh, that's what was. Do you guys even see that? I never even saw Multiplicity. Was this he like he clones himself or something? Hey, can always yeah, do with I'm uh, more with Keaton. It, but I don't. What's that? I said I could always do with uh, some some more Keaton. There wasn't like a joke yeah, there. You, it's just I, you I like Michael like Keaton. You really like him. I, I like Michael really Keaton. What, yeah, I don't know a, what your affinity for Keaton is. Oh, it's a 1996 American sci-fi film about a man able to duplicate himself by machine, each duplicate mm. developing a different personality, causing problems. I mean, as you might imagine. In a movie? I know, right? Really? It was co-produced and directed by Harold Ramis. Okay. All right. So, so that, I remember it, but I also think I'm maybe remembering the Simpsons episode where Homer clones himself with a hammock. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's maybe what I'm thinking. Was that a treehouse of, that was a treehouse of horror. That's what I thought. Yeah, I think it was the, uh, the film was not a success at the box office, making back less than half of its $45 million budget. It received mixed reviews from critics and currently has a 43% rotten rating on rotten tomatoes. There you go. Tough times. I would have expected higher than that. Me too. I mean, I do remember the poster with like all the clones or whatever. You know that like someone in Hollywood was just like, they just read the story about Dolly and then they're like, well, we, there's got to be something here. And they're like, you know who we should get on the phone? Michael Heaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. So. And it worked, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Okay. Just remembering what you just said. I mean, it worked in the sense of. They made a movie. They made a movie. Right. But But it didn't. didn't, It was like a failure. People didn't like it. In like every sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my uh, week online. Uh, Michael Keaton posted a uh, screen grab of his phone. John, what about you? Uh, well, uh, I've had a slow week on social media. I was in Thunder Bay, Ontario. 
uh, beautiful, beautiful Je- That's place. where Jesse thinks we live, I think. So. I And that makes sense because uh, mm-hmm. it is it is a shithole. But um, I was there for a curling tournament. So Jesse probably also thinks that that's what all Canadians do is just go to places for curling tournaments. Uh, but I was there, so I didn't really have a lot going on on social media. But I did like the uh, the thing that was going around today talking about the stupidest time you got punished in school. Uh, ah, like the stupidest yes. thing you got because and because mine really looking back it's like almost insane that I got suspended for this but in grade eight so I'm 13 years old I got a uh, sorry eighth grade Jesse um, I got uh, <laughs> thank you I got suspended three days suspension for telling a girl to kiss my ass she told me to shut the hell up and I was like kiss my ass that's a reasonable response I think to shut the hell up I think so too did she get three, in trouble no of course not she was a girl Oof. Oh, shut the hell up. Kiss my ass. Those are even to me. Yeah, No offense to women listening. It just, you know how it is in elementary school, right? I mean, and I was, uh, to be fair, I'd already been suspended multiple times. So maybe it was kind of like a repeat offender Uh, type thing. Yeah. But still kiss my ass. I mean, you know what I have to say about that? Maybe kiss my ass. Yeah. That's maybe detention worthy. Yeah. That's what I feel. It felt very extreme considering I got the same amount of suspension time for getting in a fight in the middle of class and breaking my teacher's foot when she tried to break it up. <laughs> what? Well, anyway, we don't have to worry about that. Okay. All right. She tried to, she was an old lady. She was trying, okay, you're, you're making she was trying to worse. break it up and it was an accident. It wasn't like I stomped on her foot. Right. She was just trying to break it up. Cause I would have broken easily if you want, if you wanted to, to, to hurt her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So Madame Delat, if you're listening to this out there, I mean, she's probably, probably dead this was several years yeah, ago. it was in 1998 okay. seven oh yeah. she's dead yeah yeah, yeah she, 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 she was quite old at the time well she didn't recover from the broken foot right? <laughs> it, that could have been it that, that might have been, been that might have been the steps yeah. yeah she got pneumonia after that and anyway but in any case it was yeah anyway yeah so same amount same amount of time That's kiss my ass bullshit yeah I'm, what about I'm, you do, do you guys have a stupid uh did you have a stupid detention uh, or suspension yeah. story jesse uh I don't, I can never remember, I don't even, I don't remember detention being even talked about. I was, I was a good kid in school. Um, so getting, getting in trouble would have been really devastating to me. Um, I can remember the few times that I, I had interactions with teachers I didn't care for. Um, but it never resulted in anything serious. Um, I was, uh, I can remember one time, this is very pathetic actually in retrospect, um, I was doing a presentation. This would have been in fourth grade and I was doing like a report on, I think just whatever you wanted, uh, is my recollection of it. I'm now I'm thinking, I wonder if it was actually a book report. And because I was a weird little freak, I decided to do it on a uh, video game strategy guide for the <laughs> N64 game Turok. Dinosaur <laughs> Hunter. Great game. Great game. I don't think but, I ever played that, it. I, I, surely it wasn't a book report. Surely I wouldn't have been that dim. But <laughs> but I can remember having to go up and give like a talk about it, like a five-minute talk about it. And I remember explaining like the game itself and what I liked at that time, of course, was just to use cheat codes, you know, um, and just break the game and uh, never play the game for real and just uh, have all the weapons from the very beginning, which is, of course, how I like to play games on our stream as well, Stefan. I, yes. don't, I don't like playing the game. I like just breaking it and well, then moving on. Red Dead 2 does have cheats, Jesse. Well, just I don't so have you know. that game. But you're, you're going to get it. So, uh, 
that sounds like a threat. And <laughs> I can remember explaining like, well, if you if you push, because remember the N64 had the C buttons for that controlled the camera. Yes. Yep. I remember being like, well, if you hit L, uh, up up C, down C, left C, right C, Z button, R button, and then twirl the stick around, you can get all of your uh, you can get all of the weapons, and then you can just blast away these, these brontosauruses, and you you know it's totally cool. And then one of the girls in the class, because uh, of course this is the age you have problems with girls. Uh, she raised her hand to ask a question, which was actually like nice to do because I was stupid talking about <laughs> video games up there, like a little worm. And and she helps me out by like legitimizing what I'm doing and asking a question, like giving me something. And what she really did was just give me enough rope to hang myself because I think I gave her like some sarcastic answer because she said, she said, well, can you just, can you make your own cheat codes? I was like, no. <laughs> of course not. How would that even work? You know? And I remember getting in trouble for that. And the, te- and the teacher was just like, why would, you, why would you be so rude? She's just asking a question. She's trying to help or whatever. And I can remember not getting that for like years after, like not understanding how I was in the wrong in that situation. Because I so obviously was. It just, it just never dawned on me. No, <laughs> but it is true. How would that even work? You create your own yeah. cheat codes. Um, well, was she thinking of Game Shark? Maybe. Yeah, I think because in Game Shark you could program your own codes, right? Well, kind of. Well, I don't. I don't need to find out that I was rude and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a tough day. I agree. Uh, yeah, because I think with Game Shark you could, right? You could go online. And it wasn't like you you couldn't obviously it write was more a code you could go into, into the like game. debug mode. But yeah, you could, and yeah. there was just a lot more stuff you could do. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely got. I had a, I bought a Game Shark from a garage sale. Yeah, it was oh, cool. Yeah. It was cool shit. Yeah, Stefan, what about you? You had a uh, yeah, I stabbed a kid <laughs> <laughs> with a knife. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of the classic. Just a classic weapon yeah. thing to use. Yeah. Well, when it comes to stabbing kids, I gotta say I reach for that knife every time. <laughs> it's never let me down. I just imagine an infomercial where it's just Jesse and it's a knife specifically for stabbing children. The blade That's what stabbing is knife. the blade is two inches smaller. Because Bla- black and white footage of Jesse using a pool noodle. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> hitting this kid with a pool noodle. Why isn't he dying? <laughs> Well, friend, do I have the product for you? It's called a knife. <laughs> it's called a knife. The child knife. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, thankfully, you're, I guess, did you go to jail or anything? Or it was just... No, no one ever found out. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, should we move on to yes, our... Yes, let's move yeah. on. Uh, we've been burying the lead for over 30 minutes. Uh, but Jesse, we did bring you on this show to talk about a time that you've been blocked on social media. One of the 56 times you've been blocked... <laughs> ring that, ring thank yeah. you that could be the ring call. ring that could be the callback of the uh, week, who is it? There it is uh it's uh it's like a pizza guy oh uh, hey reason. pizza man what's up you got my pizza for me oh we're doing it th- we're yeah. doing a, uh yes and th- um it's the callback of this of this the show oh no see uh, no okay we, mm-hmm. you were supposed mm-hmm. to say like no, I don't have a pizza for you and then I was gonna be like oh the, what really oh, and, and then, then I, you'd be like <sighs> But I brought the callback of the week. Right. You know, like that. So this is some hey guys, pants. Feel free to work this out before you call me next time. Yeah. Well, speaking of calling. Oh, it's Je- the callback of the week. Yeah. Ring, okay. ring. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So. 
Okay, guys, yeah. whatever. Don't worry about it. I mean, <laughs> listen, we're going to, we've got a lot of kinks to wrinkles. iron out here. Yeah. We've got some kinks to iron out and not the least of which is Stefan's leather thing. But, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesse, uh, you've been blocked many times, but you selected a particular block to come on this first episode of Blocked Party to tell us about. Mm-hmm. So get, give us the backstory. Tell us who it is. Give us the backstory. So, so the, now I'll preface this by saying, I don't know if this violates the spirit of what the show is. I'm not currently blocked by this person. That's okay. But I was at one time. That's that's fine because I'm sure I'm going to talk about the Taffer block at some point. Yeah, exactly. And he this could okay. be this could be a re- this could so. be a redemption story. Yeah, it's probably not going to be because <laughs> uh, I don't like him. So uh, the guy's name is John Favreau. Um, oh, the guy who directed uh, Iron Man. So it's it's interesting that you say that because uh, one of the the the, oh, the first interaction I had with him was a joke that I made about that specific uh, phenomenon. Um, and so I, so this was, I don't know when this was, I is actually, it's been deleted now cause it was long enough ago that it got called in my tweet calling. Um, uh, that's your brother, right, John? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, you got and, you got it. And, uh, so I, it's not on there anymore. So if you search for it, you can't find it, but I went, th- I saved my archive and I looked through it to, to find it for this. And so I was just, I was just ruminating uh, about this very this specific trivial fact that I f- probably had just learned. And I said, one of the things that you have to learn as an adult is that there are two different John Favreau's. The Iron Man guy didn't write Obama's speeches. So not a, not a gut punch of a laugh line, but I think enough people didn't know that, that it resonated to the point that it got big enough where a few days later, John Favreau, the Obama speechwriter guy, uh, said, I appreciate this PSA. And and this is exactly what I had wanted to happen uh, because then I replied directly to him and I said, no problem, man. I loved you in swingers. Got him. Um, which to me, I'm, st- I'm still like, I'm not proud of many things I've said on Twitter, but I, to me, that's one of the things I'm most proud of <laughs> is, is putting that bait out there and having him take it and then hitting the home run off of him uh, is very good. To and that me. ball's still going. It's still sailing out there in McCovey Cove. Um, I loved hitting him with that. I can't remember if he blocked me at that point or not. Um, I feel like it was maybe the next thing that you did. The next thing, a year later, almost to the day, um, John was talking. He must not have blocked me, or if he did, he unblocked me for the first time. I can't recall. Um, uh, So a year later, in August of 2017, uh, he says... We shouldn't let ourselves forget that a real president of either party would be working on remarks condemning the hate in Charlottesville. So I'm not going to make you guys uh, talk about Charlottesville because um, it's fucked and very sad. Um, but so I just told him to shut the fuck up on this one because of the either party part. Because of the yeah. either party part, um, that really grosses me out. Um, and it grosses me and, and no one else has to agree with this. This is fine. I feel like I can, I can't see John, but I feel like I can sense him squirming in his chair. Uh, <laughs> no, I, no, but, I'm all good. 
But I think, I, and I'm not breaking any new ground in saying it, but just to explain my own position, the the liberal um, desire to rehabilitate what they view as or need to imagine as uh, principled conservatives, good Republicans, uh, people with the, with ideologies that that differ, but in their hearts are good people and want what's best for America and the people who live in it. To me, it has gone from from being like a humorous quirk of these people to um, an inexplicable fantasy to like an outright dangerous condition to be in. Um, because I think we saw it most recently. This example is uh, when people, very much in John Favreau's same position, and I'm thinking here of Stephen Colbert specifically, but basically everyone else who lined up right after the protest at Tucker Carlson's house went down. Where um, they put a sign outside his door. They put a sign outside his door and one rogue member of the group spray painted an anarchy symbol on the driveway in full view of the police who were there and didn't do anything about it. As other protest Um, members like yelled at him for doing that. Exactly. And then, of course, so there's a big cavalcade of neoliberals hopping online who say, hey, this is not right. We shouldn't, you know, disagree with Tucker Carlson all you want, but don't, you know. And so, so what they do is they normalize Tucker Carlson's hideous white supremacist ideology. Um, they give cover to Fox News for trotting him out there every day for the last however many years. And they, they shoot left at people who um, were, in my opinion, showing incredible restraint by just showing up and knocking on the door and putting a sign on the, on the stoop when, you know, in reality, Tucker Carlson has invited so much more upon himself and his enemies literally uh, with what he goes on the news and, and says every day. So for people like Stephen Colbert to hop on Twitter or hop on TV and say, you know, this is not cool. We shouldn't be doing this. There's a better way to disagree with these people and, and all that other bullshit uh, that sucks ass to hear because it's not necessary because you don't need to protect the people that are protected. You need to protect the people who aren't. Um, and then, of course, come to find out the story that so incensed the centrists and the people who are so concerned about civility. Um, it was completely made up. It wasn't true at all. There was no crack in the door. Yeah, there was no attempt to enter. There wasn't even an attempt to like spook anybody inside. Um, and in fact, uh, his wife probably, based on what everyone said, probably didn't even call the police, much less hide in the pantry. So all of that was completely fabricated to do exactly what it did, which is um, to, to, to make it seem like Republicans and Tucker Carlson and conservatives and therefore neo-Nazis are on the defensive and the, the cruel Antifa um, and people who don't want the country to be uh, t- taken over by fucking psychos are the bad guys. So this was a full year ago that John Favreau did this. It's to me, it's indicative of the exact same frame of mind. It it serves the exact same purpose. Where you think, gosh, if only we could have had, you know, the 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 racists, the bigots. If the only fascists. Uh, Ronald Reagan was still in office. Yeah, if only we could have had those people from ten, twenty years ago. Who, by the way, did the exact same shit. Loved every minute of it and just knew how to like wear a tie better than Trump. <laughs> if only we had those people, everything would be fine. All this shit wouldn't be happening. 
which is just, I mean, it's not true and actively harmful. So I tell him to shut the fuck up um, is what I did. Um, and then, you know, we continued on with the thread from there, after which he blocked me. Um, and then later on, he, he unblocked me, and I said, why did you... Uh, Stefan, I think I sent you this part. You did, I, Where yeah. I asked him why he unblocked me. Yes. Yeah, so... I can, I can be John. Yeah, so you we can be John, and I, I can be Jesse, I guess. Or Jesse, do you have it in front of you? Uh, yeah, I do, but I mean, okay. I've already said it, so... Uh, okay, well, Stefan, why don't you be John, and then I'll be... Uh, then I will be uh, be JF. Okay. Uh, my original tweet doesn't say what Jesse thinks it does. Oh, he... no. Let's go back. Let's oh, go you back to go the other part. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Jesse, so right. Jesse says, shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. Hey, man. How's your summer boo? Oh, well, is that? Okay. Well, <laughs> I think you're reading the wrong account. Yeah, this oh, might be. sorry. Yeah, my I apologies. Think you're looking at... uh, sorry. Start again. Ring, ring. That was the callback. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Talking hey, about listen. Like, serious stuff right Trying now. my best out here. Okay, so John Favreau says, I'm good, thanks. This is now JF, Jesse Farrar. Republicans build their careers. Sorry. Uh, should I get a Southern? Republicans build their careers <laughs> on pleasing. <laughs> wow. I know. Well, you know, to me, that's what you sound like. Uh, on pleasing these racist fucks. And you built yours pretending that it's just playing the game. Hack. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely the right target for your outrage today. Someone you've never met or spoken to. Best of luck to you. He wished you luck. That's kind of nice. Uh, you got to give him that, yeah. Let me know when you're free to discuss your mealy-mouthed apologist bullshit. I'll put it on my calendar. Now, that was cool. That was nice. You yeah. agreed to a meeting place. That's now, respectful. Well, did he ever get back to you about that? I don't think he's reached out. Okay. It could have gone to spam. Yeah. We've had that issue. Um, I don't a couple know for times. sure. Yeah. Oh wow! You know what? I just realized this is actually a classic uh, JF versus JF battle. That's true. Wow. Maybe it, it was. Is, maybe yeah. it was an initials thing. Actually, that he was really upset about to start with. That's possible. I mean, when he said, "I appreciate this PSA," was he saying, "I appreciate this Pod Save America"? <laughs> I mean, Do we know that? We don't know. Wow. Maybe he was That's foreshadowing. Yeah. There's a lot out there. That's yeah. some Illuminati bullshit, if you ask me. So then I guess what happens is, uh, Jesse, so he blocks you after you said you'll put it on my calendar. And then yes. John uh, says this. He says, this is, this is when he unblocks him. Yeah. And he says, uh, my original tweet doesn't say what Jesse thinks it does, but he'd rather tell me to shut the fuck up so his pals can cheer him on. Did you unblock me specifically so I could see you not getting over this a day later? No, I just wanted to give you a chance to keep trolling me. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that's see now ring ring. That's yeah, a callback of the year there right you there. Go. Yeah, that was like the swingers thing, but even better because he went back to the shut yeah, the fuck but, up. But and me and and Jesse's pals, we were cheering him on. Yeah, I, as so, you would. That was yeah. the best part of it. Really, yeah. is getting cheered on by my pals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we can all agree that's what we strive for in life, and I hope it happens to me one day. Would you say you earned that block, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I was begging for it, basically. So did he? Um, so after that, he blocked you after you said "shut the fuck up" the second time. Then he re-blocked you. I don't know if there was a re-block. Um, I know there were between one and three blocks total. Okay. And between one and three unblocks, because I'm I can now look at his page freely. It wouldn't surprise me if this is just something this guy does because, of course, you know, he's like a big, he's a big new media freak. And so it wouldn't surprise me if he goes on and like unchecks his blocks from, from time to time. Yeah, because I was going to sure say like as many that followers seems, as possible. That seems so weird to me. 
Like that seems weird to me to unblock to like, someone. Uh, to like continually. You can still see people's tweets after you block them and block and unblock them and like that's just we- yeah. like one. I mean, I haven't really blocked too many people on Twitter, but normally when I block someone, like that's it. Like what's or maybe like if people were saying like how you got unblocked by John Taffer, where people were like actively tweeting John, being like, "Pardon me, please Jesse. unblock yeah. this guy, unblock Stefan." Yeah. Please unblock oh, I this double guy. Like, down in that case. Yeah, like so. That's so weird to me that he would just be that he would just be checking this. Um, but we've got some. We we looked up some John Favreau news items because uh, you know <laughs> it's it's always important to uh, it's always important to you know check in on these guys just to just so everybody knows that you know maybe they're not the best. So this one is uh, from the New York Post, uh, President Party Boy, and uh, they're talking about all these uh these different things going on uh while while shit's going on in America and one is uh last Sunday presidential spokesman Tommy Viator and Obama speechwriter extraordinaire John Favreau both 29 years old were spotted at a Georgetown bar stripped to the waist playing a game of beer pong with a gang of bare-chested buddies bracket this game involves throwing a ping pong ball into <laughs> cups of beer loser drinks beer winner drinks beer everybody drinks beer uh, meanwhile, MSNBC's Nora O'Donnell said on the Morning Joe program that she talks to White House staffers who are having nightmares about the oil spill. Evidently, Viator and Favreau aren't O'Donnell's contacts at the White House. So while the Gulf oil spill was going on, Favreau and Viator were playing beer pong in a bar shirtless. So, now, lots of things wrong. Here's, so here's my big question. What were their rules on, on bouncing the ball? Because sometimes when you bounce the ball, you're allowed to swipe it away uh, once it bounces. And sometimes it's it's no swiping, no swatting whatsoever. Do they, uh, do they say? They do not talk okay. about... Really, the only thing they give is the explanation of what beer pong is, okay. I guess, for people And they who talk don't more understand. about the, the big tragic oil spill also. Yeah, so. there's a lot of oil spill okay. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He he does Ooh, have that sad. that oh, like frat boy spill. the frat boy vibe, though. That's big kind time. Of whole well, thing. it yeah. does say on his Wikipedia that his nickname is Favs. And he has a fear of flying. Ooh, God. Yeah, him and Obama. That's really interesting. Yeah, isn't it, right? It, it, it Seems also, like a really interesting guy. It really details his relationship with Obama, too, because the Obama cheers for the White Sox and Favreau for the Red Sox. And when the Red Sox swept the White Sox in the playoffs a few years ago, Obama went into Favreau's office and swept everything off of his desk with a broom. Because of the teams. Yeah. They, they both support their... Hey, they're having no, that's fun. Out there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fun. Nice. You know, they're people. Obama. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're just having a fun at yeah. the end of the day. Uh, and then also there is a uh, Obama speechwriter. Favreau learns the perils of Facebook, and uh, he, uh, John Favreau, future White House director of speechwriting, has so far been at a loss for words over Facebook pictures of him at a recent party. Uh, f- pictures of Favreau uh, appeared on Facebook. Blah blah blah. Uh, he was dancing with a life-sized cardboard cutout of future Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. In a second photo, a friend was offering the cutout a bottle of beer while Favreau stood beside the likeness with his hand on the cardboard New York senator's chest. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so groping Hillary's cardboard breast. And, and you said that he had Facebook trouble, or he was learning about the... the he was lear- that's according to this, uh, this article from CNN. So, yes. And this was years ago. This is, yes, years ago. So, yeah, this is from 2008. Because what just happened today was there's the mm-hmm. big New York Times story about Facebook. 
Uh, and uh, and I'll, I'll quote from the story here. Facebook employed a Republican opposition research firm to discredit activist protesters in part by linking them to George Soros. Uh, so obviously that's very bad given all the stuff that's gone on uh, in, in the United States recently. Yes. Uh, and for many years. Uh, and John Favreau quote tweeted this and said, classy. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, the person running that opposition research firm uh, is Tim Miller who uh, I guess goes on their podcast a lot as like the good conservative guy. Wow. Well, he's, so. so he's a partner at Definers, which is a strategic communications and research firm, which is um, it's, it's somehow related. It's in the fold. It's, he's a part of the crooked media team. Right. Which is, um, I guess the irony is lost on them, but um, so, so try to be cute about it. So let me get this straight. God couldn't save America. And now you're telling me that pod also couldn't save America. Yes. Well, I think that's. They're in the process. I don't know if they've waved the white flag yet. I mean, Jesse, our, our friend, uh, Jack Allison, uh, loves to talk yep. about the, the pod save America guys. Uh, yeah, he, and he's got a great ax to grind with them. He, he does, but he always, he always goes in, um, uh, specifically about how God save America isn't like a phrase. It's not like no. a common phrase. Yeah, I guess it's not. Like, really. It's like a pun it's... based on a phrase that doesn't exist. Yeah, I guess it'd be more like in pod we trust. That, it, yes. Would be, that would, would make, make a lot more, more sense. Then America wouldn't be in the, right. in, the, in the title there. And then the other thing they had, I, I believe, was vote save America, which was kind of their get out the vote thing. Um, and that sounds like something Tarzan would say. So... <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't sound that doesn't sound good. No, that's not. There's no like boat save America. No, well, no, there is. Yeah, yeah. huh? So yeah, so so this doesn't sound good. Have you guys listened to Pod? Like, I don't even know what Pod Save America is. Like, I understand that John Favreau is like a big character or like a big guy, but I like what I've never heard it. What is it? It's like a political thing, I guess. It's a it's a a very popular liberal podcast. Okay, yeah. Got it. Yeah, did our research. Yeah, well, I don't. I mean, <laughs> sort of. I mean, I found out he groped a cardboard Hillary Clinton. There, I, mean, I feel like that's all. The, yeah. Once you find that, you nailed it. Once you start doing research for someone, and it's like, hey, they groped the breast of a cardboard cutout of Hillary Clinton. Well, then your research just stops right. We can there. Get our friends over at Definers to help us out. <laughs> ring, ring. Do you want to answer the phone? Hello. Uh, hey, it's Stefan. Hey, man, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just wanted to let you know. Got the call back. Of the of the show. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool, man. What show? Uh, so the one we're doing right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, blocked party. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Like right now? How's yeah, it? yeah. How's the show going? Uh, let me bring in my friend Jesse and we'll ask him. Hey. Oh, hey. Is this a three-way call? Yeah, yeah. Wait, is this a, a party call. line? <laughs> you remember that from a long time ago? Hey. The party line. Hell yeah. Is that remember a, that? was that like a 1-900 deal? It was like a porno thing, right? No, like no, 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 thing? no, 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 no. Party line was when, um, like, a group of people shared the same number. So you would have to either schedule your time around when other people would be available, or when you could use the the line, um, or you have to take turns, or you could pick up the phone and say, "Are you almost done? I need to use the phone." But it was it was not within the same household. It'd be totally separate households, like apartments that would be nearby would share the same one. It's called party. Okay. Well, I'm I'm reading about this right now, and uh, Jesse's right, and it's a lot. Uh, had a lot to do with uh, wartime, wartime shortages, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. War's hell, and you can't use the phone when you want. It sucks. <laughs> easily the worst could you imagine like for sure there was like teens while the war were going on that were just like really wanted to dad i want to use the phone no the millers have the phone tonight but dad the war's going on dad i don't care about the war i just want to talk to ricky you think there there was someone named ricky Ricky. back then I, the, I don't know why that was the name I chose, guys. I'm not going to That's lie. the one. I'm zeroing in on Ricky as well. Yeah. Sounds like Stefan was right on, right there with <laughs> they me. They got there on um, the Ricky, same time, yeah. I mean, not well, a big Not a big choice for people born in 1921. I don't think Ricky was Well, big. wasn't there like Ricky Ricardo on I Love Lucy? Like, wasn't oh, that around Actually, yeah. Kind of? And there's... The, I guess that's true. Lime Rickies. It's a kind of a classic drink. Yeah. Well, well boy, maybe I'll well, eat my words. Sort of. Yeah. Well, I agree. Like, I agree. When it came out of my mouth, I was like, wow, that's really the name you went with, John. And then obviously you guys both were right on top of it. But maybe I was in the end correct. It's tough to say. Ring, ring. That is the I mean, I can just look it up if you need me to. Well, that's okay. I mean, how do you, you to even look that well, up? Well, it'd be Richard, right? Wouldn't yeah, it be? it'd be Richard, yeah. and then you'd go by Ricky or Richie. Richie, I, mean, I Richie could see. Richie's like, that's thing, like a greaser right? name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Richie yeah. Rich. Mm. They're like Richie yeah. Cunningham from Happy Days. Now, we, we have another segment yes. that we can't really do yet, but you can the, explain it. Sure, yeah. yeah. So in future weeks, this is where we would go to our block of the week where a listener like you out there listening to this show right now would send in a, a time you got blocked on social media and we would share that block with the world. So uh, if you're listening to the show and you like it and you want your block discussed on this program by myself and Stefan and a guest, you can send it into blocked party pod at gmail.com. And remember that's blocked party, not ED. block party ED. It's, you know, that's how we came up with the name. Yep. Block. And then we ED. both have ED. Yep. Uh, blockedparty at gmail.com. Send in a time you got blocked on social media and you may just hear it on this show. Um, I guess that's it. What else do we have to say? Oh, we're, we have a Patreon as well. It's going to be patreon.com slash blockedparty. And if you go there right now, you can find the first bonus episode. The bonus episodes are going to be Stefan talking about his blocks. And we'll yes. bring on a guest to talk about that with us. But uh Stefan, what? Who do you think you want to do in the first uh, the first episode? Man, I, I don't know if I want to jump into. Taffer I don't know why I'm right saying away. who because I'm like I've we it's already out, but we haven't right. done it yet. Who so. am I going to? Yeah, I mean, so it's because well, we haven't recorded it. No, you know, there's there's John Taffer, there's there's Dog the Bounty Hunter, there's Rob Schneider. I think might oh, be a good baby. one. There's lots of good ones. Uh, Rob Schneider might be a really good one, uh, especially with with Chris James. Yeah, that's going to be our first he, guest. He knows Rob Schneider because he does so, know Rob. So, so maybe yeah. that'll be the one. All yeah. right. Well, one yeah. of those people we've already recorded it and it's already released, but we're talking about it on this show like As, it hasn't been recorded we ha- because we haven't because it hasn't. It's yeah. the magic of the internet. Uh, but you can go to Patreon.com/slash/BlockedParty for five dollars a month. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, which once a month will be an episode about stefan's blocks and once a month will be an episode about whatever Something the fuck else. we want yeah. to just us screwing around uh so yeah i think that's it i think so yeah good job guys yeah thank uh, you so much jesse thank you jesse for coming on the show and i learned a lot about night veil vale tonight oh yeah uh sorry <clears throat> I, I didn't hear what you were saying i was i was too busy uh checking out ricky's uh, popularity <laughs> through the years as a baby name uh, in the 1930s, its rank was zero. So it <laughs> well, no one oh, named their baby Ricky. Oh, it's a exactly. It's exactly. A, it's but a in the 1940s, exactly. it went up to 225th. And in the 1950s, reached its peak, 
of 48th most popular boy's name uh, in uh, the United States. Hey, wow. so, this is my newborn baby, Ricky. <laughs> well, so its peak was 48th overall. That means per 1 million births, Ricky was clocking in at about 1,700 babies per million. Wow. So I wasn't off. I wasn't really off there. Well, well, like I said, so that was the 1950s. Yeah, so the war was over. Well, but, but there were still other wars, right? There's been other but wars. But you were saying that the Ricky was a teen. Yeah. So he, Ricky would so have yeah, been born been in the, the 1920s. 40, oh, yeah. But I was thinking of it as a nickname for Richard. So if it's a nickname for Richard, then it becomes a first name, like Jacob to Jake. But right? you would like think people it, started naming it, their kids. If it Jake. was a popular nickname, it would have I been think a the baby nickname name. for Richard was Dick. Or Rich, I guess. Yeah. Or Richie. Richie. Dad, I yeah. need the phone. I need to talk to Dick. That sounds better, I think, actually. Yeah. That Rick, does sound better, yeah. Than yeah. Ricky? Yeah. yeah. Much better. Yeah. I mean, for a baby, Ricky is a very disconcerting name. And so is Dick. Quite true as well. This is my yeah. baby Dick. <laughs> well. Hey, I mean, I've said that before. I was going to say, that's, that's not something you're unfamiliar yeah. with coming out of your mouth. Um, okay, well, thanks for tuning in. Jesse, where can the people find you? Uh, in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. At Bronze Hammer, your Kickstarter sucks. The Go Off Kings, right. he's all of those places. Check it out. He's everywhere, all the time. Follow us on Twitter at Blocked Party Pod. You can donate patreoncom party. And if you have a block that you want to send in to the boys, send it in blockedpartypod at gmail.com. I don't really have a good sign off. I didn't. This is a part I, I didn't well, really think yeah, about. So the sign off I think is going to happen organically, right? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just haven't come up with it yet. Oh wait, I got one. Okay, ring ring. Yeah, Who, who's there? To, uh, hey, it's the sign off police. Your guys' sign off fucking sucks. You're under arrest because of it. <laughs> so maybe that's something we could say uh, at the end of every episode we do. That our sign, but then if it becomes the sign off, then does the sign off suck? Well, that's another podcast. Your sign-off sucks. So check us out on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash your sign-off sucks. I guess that's... Sure, I guess yeah, that's it. We got arrested by the sign-off Yeah, police, we got arrested so. by the sign-off yeah. police. So we're in jail right. now. We can no longer do this show. Uh, all right, well... Hey, hold on. I got my one phone call to make. Ring, ring. It's the callback of the stream. <laughs> It's not a stream. It's an episode. <laughs> it's I did a stream earlier. Oh. And now the cops are getting mad at me for that. Yeah. Really. Get them away from there. <laughs> ring, Damn. ring. It's the podcast, please. This is a podcast, not a stream. You're so under got, arrest. Okay. Yeah. So where am I right Jesus. now? What? Which jail am I in? Uh, you're being arrested in your own jail right now. Okay. All right. You're this in- is bigger than my apartment, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>